Welcome to Promo Insiders, a podcast from ASI's Counselor Magazine. In this series, we'll be tackling the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry, from hard-hitting subjects like COVID-19 and tariffs to fun trends and new opportunities. I'm John Corrigan with Counselor, and today I'm joined by Nate Kuzma, Executive Director of Research and Corporate Marketing at ASI. While Nate can't wait to get back to the office, I'm quite happy working from the comfort of my recliner. In this podcast, we debate the pros, cons, and logistics of permanently working from home. The big debate that has been going through the ASI office for the past week or so has been, will we, should we, work from home permanently? I uh, am on the side, the winning side if you go to Twitter, that yes, we should be working from home permanently. Nate, what side are you on? Well, because to be clear, Twitter should be the arbiter of all things that are lifetime <laughs> importance, right? Like, I mean, let's be clear about this. Um, I am clearly, because this is a debate, clearly on the opposite side. And I'm not only on the opposite side of this because this is a debate. I'm also heartily on the opposite side of this because I believe that going into the office is a vital part of an overall workplace culture. Now, I think to, to just, you know, break this down in the beginning here to let people know, you and I don't usually work for, even back before Corona, we didn't usually work from home as it is. You know, several people in the editorial department worked at home at least once a week. Yeah. Uh, you and I, we did not. No, you and I were very, you and I were, there were there's, a, there's a, you know, cadre of people that always came into the office unless there was something going on where we had to work from home or at a doctor's appointment or something. So, no, you and I are clearly in the prior to the coronavirus yes. work from home situation. We were clearly in the I'm coming into the office on a daily basis. Yes. Then Corona happened, forced us all to go home, forced us all to learn Zoom and Microsoft Teams and yep. all these other apps that I didn't even hear of until this. <laughs> and, uh, and, and life has changed. Now, uh, on my side, uh, I can't, you know, when, when this all started, I was in a full house, five yep. people, everybody home, uh, two younger brothers, you know, uh, trying to, to claim that they were doing schoolwork, but really on Xbox the whole time. Uh, my mom, uh, never worked from home in her life, mm-hmm. uh, livid every day, frustrated with everything, uh, technology, uh, needing things done. Uh, my dad, who is home. Uh, supposed to be in retirement, and that and that has really been disappointing for him. Oh sure. So so I could understand then uh, the the hecticness. Too many people cramped. Too many people trying to get stuff done. But now, yeah. now that I'm in this wonderful abode, peace yeah. and quiet. Uh, the only thing I have to worry about is uh, my my social worker girlfriend's cases. Uh, other than that. Life is life is bliss right now. I understand. So, so tell us about your uh, working from home situation. Listen, listen. I I have a house where my wife is also in medical, so she's been going to work every day. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's she's not off. She's 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 in a hospital every single day. Um, my daughter, uh, who's in college, came home, but she's working in a grocery store four four days a week. Oh, you know, my son is here most of, you know, good amount of the time, but even still, he's like, Christopher is very, what you would consider to be independent. So like I have 
sort of what you recently acquired, shall we say. Right. Right? And I will say that the novelty of this for the first week or two was strong. And that novelty <laughs> has worn off something fierce with me. Because, listen, I do. I have, like, a idyllic work-from-home environment. Like, I'm literally in the house, if not by myself, with a, you know, with grown kids, um, with the with a great office set up, the opportunity to do things. It's not, so it's not the inconvenience of working from home. Like I know a lot of people have right now, especially if they have young kids. I know some of our colleagues have very young kids. <laughs> the, Zoom, the Zoom meetings that they have are often very interesting. <laughs> I don't have that. What I miss though is the, just the intellectual stimulation that I don't feel that you can get by working from home. You know, it's, it's not, obviously we all have scheduled Zoom calls. You know, we have scheduled Microsoft team meetings. You know, we're doing this over um, Be Live, And th that's great, but that's not really where I find I get the most, you know, stimulation or the best new ideas, especially with what I do. And I mean, similar for you, I would imagine. You know, you, you often get new ideas from conversations you're not often expecting to have. Or from things that you overhear from your colleagues. Like I, listen, working in the editorial department, um, incredibly bright people who know our industry and just a lot of things about other industries as well, very, very solidly. And what that does is that gives me ideas that we can often do for new research and gives me ideas for new ways we can approach and look at things. And I feel like in this, in a very, that, that, that comes about because it's a very unstructured environment sometimes, especially in editorial. Um, <laughs> at home, we're forced to live in a fairly structured environment, right? Nothing really comes out of the blue. You don't see anything. You don't hear anything unless it's almost, you know, intended to be heard. And that's, that's what my biggest thing is. I feel like, you know, the, the lack of being able to participate in those and the also sort of the lack of FaceTime and really forming the connections that you can um, form with people in person is much easier to do that way than it is in this in this particular uh, venue. Well, you know, I, I guess I, I do see your point in terms of obviously we're all communicating less. You know, I, I think that when we were in the office, you know, I, I know you've had way more meetings uh, that, than I would have. But but you know, well, just just I guess um, for an estimate, how many meetings would you say per week you would be having on a regular basis? You mean right now? No, no, like back when we were in the office. Yeah, probably about the same, if not even less, than I have now. Oh, really? Yeah, for okay. being honest, though, I'm having less meetings. I'm having it probably about the same amount now, but I'm having them with different people very often. I'm having it with the same people very often. Was it when I was in the office? I would have people come by my office and just sit down and talk. Oh, I got you. Like, hey, let me bounce this idea off you, or let me bounce this idea off you. Or I would do the same thing and say, hey, I got a question about something that I'm hearing from our members. Let's talk about this. Maybe we should explore this. And, you know, they're not formalized meetings, right? They're, not, they're very often, but people will just come over to my office and talk to me. And, I, and that's um, what I think is sort of missing. It's not only that I'm missing it. You know, we're still getting a ton of, you know this, we're getting a ton of research done. We're getting a ton of customer input, customer feedback. I've had an opportunity to put together these, like, you know, digital reports that I haven't had a chance to really dig into that I am now. But... It's those opportunities for the, again, the unstructured sort of ad hoc learning that I feel really are missing. Well, I think, uh, 
I think the lack of in-person meetings is a good thing. I think that we waste a lot of time with all these meetings. You sit down. Uh, there's a little bit of chit-chat, but it doesn't go anywhere. I, I've never gotten anything from these, from you know, the, the small talk before a meeting that I've been able to, to use forward, whether in work or, or life or anything like that. I think that uh, we are, ha at least I'm having less meetings now. Uh, and if, if I do need to talk to somebody, uh, it's over the phone, it's email. You know, I'm not really a big fan of doing these Zoom calls, these Microsoft Teams as it is. But I do think that there is some value in, uh, for instance, uh, our CEO, Tim Andrews. Mm -hmm. He does this quarterly meeting for the whole company. And it can be sometimes, quite frankly, a chore uh, when you're sitting there in, in those kind of uncomfortable seats for over an hour when we all gather in person. We did, he did one, uh, you know, for this past quarter. Mm -hmm. I listened to the whole thing. I felt engaged. I felt like I got a lot out of it. Uh, they, you know, they put a little presentation at the end showing what, what people working from home have been doing, kind of connecting one-on-one. -on -one. And, uh, and I know we did a survey, and I think people preferred the digital, the digital version. I think people... It's, it's it's just easier. It's more accommodating. You're more comfortable, and and I feel that I got a lot more out of it than I ever have sitting in in the town hall. Now that is not a that is not a point we're going to disagree on. <laughs> I agree with you as well. In 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 so much that I do feel like it was just as engaging, if not even more engaging. Um, but with that said, where whether that takes place at the when we're at home or in the office. Is a definition, and also your point about having maybe less meetings or very much more structured, pointed meetings. We're not going to disagree on that. I, I agree. Now, I don't, I don't have as many of the, you know, sort of um, far-reaching twenty people in a room meetings as right. you may have. Right. Mine are very much one-on-one, -on -one, two-on-one, three-on-one, very, very small group meetings. So, for that, in that respect, that's where um, I don't have the same. And I understand what you're saying there. But for me, again, it's the work from home. It's honest to God, John. It's the opportunity to do things like, hey, you know, John, I want to go for a walk around the building for 20 minutes. Right. Because that's really where we find out not only what makes us tick, but also what's going on with our with us in the work workforce. And I do that with other people as well. I'll stop by, you know, Hillary's office, find out what's going on, talk to CJ, talk to Michelle, and and talk to people. And obviously, all throughout the company and other departments, it's, it's those things that I really feel are lacking because there's a lot of people that I talk to on a a fairly regular basis when I'm in the office, but I'm not doing as much now. And it's it's because it, it seems like it's much more formalized and people are thinking about things that are in a much more, I think in a much more like structured box now than they would be otherwise when they hear other things and their, their mind is allowed to go in different directions. Well, how do you feel about, you know, the attempt to make it less structured when people pitch these happy hours over Zoom or the or these virtual hangouts. How do you feel about that? I think they're fine. Um, yeah. I don't think they, they – I, I think they're they're fine in, you know, sort of a feel-good thing, if we're being well, honest. Yeah. I don't and, – and you know what? They, they can be interesting. I don't know that they really accomplish much. Right. Um, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that they accomplish much less than actually a real happy hour, though, so we got that. <laughs> um, so I think those are actually – fine i mean i've done them obviously with with work but i've also done them um socially as well yeah. you know with my family and it's they're they're fine i don't you know what i'm not completely sure that those aren't a substitute for the real thing um, <laughs> be, but i but i don't think that the the environment that we're dealing with right now where we're all sitting 
you know, miles away from each other communicating over the internet is a substitute for actually being together in an office. And listen, I'm not saying it's never okay to work from home, right? right. Yeah. God knows. I'm not saying that. There's times when you want to work from home. There's times when you need to work from home. What I'm talking about is from a permanent basis. I don't feel that from a permanent basis working from home is ideal, especially if you're doing things that require that that, that 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 allow your mind to sort of go into different directions and to explore. That's really what I feel that I've been um, missing out on. Well, I think that, you know, I mean, that could be an opportunity for, for business owners to even kind of create those ideas where, you know, create like an avenue for people working from home to let their mind explore, maybe carve out time during the week, maybe carve out a half hour every Friday or something like that. You go on a walk, you send out something over email, people think of things. I mean, that, that could be an opportunity there. It, it could be, but that's exactly what I'm talking about because those are the structure. That, that, now we're structuring something that previously was unstructured. Yeah. You know, previously it was, hey, did you see this? Did you hear, did you see this news story on you know Google? Yeah, I did. Well, let's talk about it. what do you think the implications are, as opposed to now I'm going to see this news story. I'm going to type up an email. I'm going to send it to somebody. They're going to receive it. They're going to send me an email back or Teams, and then it's going to go. It's not that same fluidity that creates, you know, sort of like organic, yes. um, organic uh, ideation growth. So I guess your argument would be that do you feel like your creativity has been kind of stifled during this? I feel like everybody's creativity in some yes. ways is going to be stifled from this um, because there's no – like. It's not that you can't do your job, right? Everybody can do their job from home. Fortunately, that we're, you know, that in our department and right. from, and in a lot of departments they can do as well. So it's not that your job performance is not you're not fulfilling uh, those parameters. What I do feel is it's the extra things that come along. It's the extra things that you that necessarily don't fall into your traditional responsibilities. That you know, I personally find that I get a lot of energy from. You know, I get, a, I get a lot of energy when I'm talking to somebody and a new idea comes about. I mean, it's probably, I think it's probably happened a few times when you and I have been talking, where you say something to me, and I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. I think that's something that we should certainly look to explore. Or you're writing a story, and I'm saying, John, I think I got some stats on that yeah. that you could probably use from this report that was totally unrelated to what you're doing. You know, right. we don't really have that now because you don't have that opportunity to even you know, overhear somebody talking, overhear an interview that you're doing, or, or just, you know, just again, walking around the building for, for 25 minutes. That, that's where I think it's um, the whole work from home isn't, isn't working for me. Well, to, to your point about, you know, everybody having, at least in our department, the ability to work from home and that not really being the issue, you know, I think that uh, we should mention in terms of productivity, the editorial department has, has done its best work it's most work um, for, for the month of April, which was our first full month of working from home editorial had its most views on ASI central that it's ever had. Yeah. And, and to me, you know, I, I guess before all this, that would seem uh, insane to me because I used to think of working from home as full of distractions and uh, you know, a limited internet connection. I, I don't know how to use any of these things, you know, before we were forced to work from home, I didn't even have the VPN set up. I, I didn't have any. I didn't even know that I didn't have it set up. So uh, it was all a learning experience. But uh, in terms of productivity, uh, we seem to be really knocking it out of the ballpark. And I think that um, you know that uh, obviously uh, 
if you're looking at terms of the bottom line mm -hmm. or in terms of just trying to get things out, churn things out faster, I mean, that's obviously an advantage that business owners are going to look at uh, sure. when, they, when they consider whether or not to bring people back. Now, here's the thing about that. Like, we're, I think, is sort of a unique group in that respect, right? Because a lot of us do work fairly independently. True. Um, throughout the course of our, you know, daily work days. Um, listen, there's studies out there. If you start expanding beyond this, that productivity in the office is a lot higher than productivity out of the office. Okay. Right? I mean, it, it's not necessarily obviously true in our department because we've been putting out a lot of work and a lot of really incredible work relating to this uh the coronavirus going back even before we were um, all, you know, yeah. banished from 4800 Street Road. Right? <laughs> so, but but there there, are, there certainly are studies where productivity measures are lower for the majority of people when they work from home than when they work in the office. And I think that it comes down to exactly what you said. You know, listen, you and I are kind of in ideal situations for working from home, right? Right. Like we don't have three year olds running around. Yeah, you know, I got, I got, I got none of that. Neither do you, and so for us, our productivity might not be affected. My creativity might be a little bit, but not my productivity. Um, but for other people, I don't think it's the same way, and I think that's really what it is. And it's through no fault necessarily of their own, right? Right, right. But it's just, it's just reality. Like it's hard to balance everything because I mean, one thing I miss, John. I'll be completely honest with you about this. I miss the, the uh, sort of what I'm considered to be like the detox time on the way home from the office. Okay. You know, the, I have a 30, 35 minute drive home every day. I miss that drive home. Yeah. I miss being able to put on the radio and not listen, not, not have to deal with anything or not have to immediately run and cook dinner or take the dog for a walk or do this. I just miss that wind down time. And that's another thing from a culture point of view that I haven't been able to adapt to. Is there a way to do it? Sure. Is it practical? Maybe. Is it realistic? No. Um, whereas before it was, you know, definitive. I had no choice. Well, well, don't you think, you know, after you're done working, uh, you know, whatever time that you, that you, you punch out, so to speak, mm -hmm. that you think you could replace that drive with a walk and, and still kind of get the same kind of uh, downtime, same kind of decompress from everything? Yeah, I probably could, but it's different because when I'm driving, I have to. Okay. <laughs> Like, I don't really have a choice there. I can't do anything else. I can't get started on dinner. I can't, you know, yeah. sit down and watch an episode of Seinfeld. Who knows, right? I have to drive. And when I'm at home, I don't have to do that. I don't have to go for a walk. I don't have to do this. And that's really where it is. Like, I, you know, I can do other things. I can do things that are a little bit more productive for me. And sometimes, you know what, when you got, you know, Kids, even if they're older and you got a dog and, you know, you have a household, there's other things that you productivity wise, you need to be doing. If you haven't figured that out already, <laughs> you're done. Right? There's a, you are never done doing things. So that's sort of what I, I default to. I, I default to, oh, well, let me, you know, not the work days over. Let me get this done. I gotcha. So, so there's no relaxation time, really. There, there's no time for you to just gather your thoughts uh, after because you're always on to the next thing and because you know your home is now your office so so it's almost like we uh i don't know i don't, I don't know the right word but but kind of relate that you know they they mesh together now where there's kind of that no separation unless you really force it yeah there's no separation of church and state anymore right like yeah. they're the same and that's sort of what it is now 
I wake up in the morning. I make myself look presentable for the Zoom calls that I got in talk <laughs> every day, which I tend to do okay. Um, I come into my office. I make coffee. I go back and forth a couple of day, a couple of times during the day. I drink an entire pot of coffee, which is a <laughs> whole lot more than I normally have been drinking. And then I get done and I leave my office and I go into the other room and I start doing whatever else is I got to do. So that's sort of, you know, it's, it's a routine. Yeah. And it, listen, you know, to, you know, borrow some phrases, I'm, you know, I'm not on, on a, on a, on a boat on Omaha beach here, right? This isn't the worst thing in the world. Right. But it's something that given the choice of this or the way it will, it was before, yeah. knows when and if we'll get back to that again. I prefer the way it was before over this if I had to choose just one or the other. Well, let's. Uh, you mentioned the drive. You mentioned coffee. Let's talk about some of these benefits. Now, you have to be saving money because you're, you're spending less on gas. Uh, you're not running to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know you didn't really uh, buy lunch there often, but, you know, you're saving money in terms of that. Doesn't th- does that make up for anything? Does that make you feel a little bit better that you got a little more in your pocket? What's the what's the joke, John? I now get like you know two weeks to the gallon. I mean that's about what it is. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you save some money, but the savings I think are vastly overstated because honestly, God, so many other things have gotten more expensive. I that's mean, true. I mean, if you go to the, if you've gone. And I'm, I'm sure you have to the grocery store. Yeah. There ain't nothing on sale anymore. There is. Don't even look at prices because you're, <laughs> I mean, you just don't. So, yeah, you know, you're saving some money on things such as gas and maybe eating, well, definitely eating out. Forget about just lunch, just eating out in general. Yeah. But honest to God, I have to spend, you know, 150 bucks a month on my internet now because everybody's online. That's true. That's a good point. So we don't have Fios here, so I have to get, you know, the one gig Xfinity. And listen, it works great, right? It works. It's expensive. And so, yeah, you're saving some money on on some things, but on other things, it's sort of evening out. So, no, I mean, you know, I don't know that I really look at that as what I would consider to be a good trade. Okay. Now, what about you? What do you see as the advantages? Well, I, I see that. I mean, I'm not, you know, uh, not that I had a long commute before this, but now I look at it and I think uh, I would have a little bit longer commute. Um, you know, I don't want to keep paying for gas. I, I don't want to have to pay. I, I used to eat lunch there all the time at the salad bar and everything. I haven't been doing any of that. We've been cooking a lot here. Uh, taking, taking your tips, you know, I'm not making uh, Italian bread, but I, I put uh, fried mushrooms in there and shit. So or, or stuff and and so you know we uh we we got some things being taken care of but um yeah i mean but 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 also i guess the money factor like you said you know you don't even have the option to go out uh so so in in this scenario that i'm thinking of where we work from home permanently i'm picturing this well into the future well when you know sports are back on back when you can eat in restaurants back when concerts happen in that world, I don't know if we'll get that world, but but that's I would like to take this current situation and plug it back into the way things used to be. Uh, but I do understand that there are some people and some even departments at ASI where you have to be in the office, you have to do things like that. And I'm not opposed to coming into the office one day a week. I think there's there's beneficial uh, to that. Let's say we did 
you know, um, every Tuesday, every Thursday, something like that. Everybody's in. Maybe we do videos in person. Maybe that's when you do the podcast. Maybe, maybe we time things out like that. But I do think that it's just more relaxing, less stress, able to get more things done. Uh, working from home is just a simpler, easier, you know, uh, we don't got to worry about going to the office. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but, of course, I do think the option should be there for people uh, with those three-year-olds to, to, to get out there because they need an escape. I think what you're going to find, I think your, your reality is going to be more closer to the actuality of what's going to happen than mine is. Um, I think what you're going to have is you're going to have people going into the office on a scat on a uh, sort of a staggered work week. Yeah. You know, not everybody. I don't know when the next time is we're going to have a full office at ASI. It's going to be, a, you know, 400 some people in the same building. It's going to yeah. be, it's going to be a while um, in my opinion. But I, I think you're going to have people that are going to start going back into the office on a, again, a scattered work week, sort of like what you're, you're, expecting um and I, I i think that that will be beneficial i think it would be, better, be beneficial just to break up a, the, the routine and monotony of what we're dealing with right now um but it's going to be yeah the the, the whole return to normalcy not until there's a vaccine or something is that going to happen and i mean forgetting about just a work work you know life so to speak anything that we yeah. think of is going to be different absolutely well, uh, before we wrap things up here, I do want to mention that we've had two Twitter polls because I, I can't end this without gloating about victory. Uh, you, you, know, go, you go ahead and you go to gloat about your Twitter poll victories. Go ahead. I, I think that uh, on Nate's personal Twitter account, as well as the ASI Twitter, the promotional products industry has spoken, and they're on Team John. They are looking forward to working from home permanently. Um, in, in terms of the industry, because we've been doing so much uh, writing and, and podcasts and videos, so much content about how people are adjusting to this, um, I, I think that even before this, that obviously uh, phone conversations, email, uh, even videos, e even social media. I mean, mm -hmm. there were a lot of distributors already doing that, already conducting business in that manner. Mm -hmm. there, there was less face-to-face, -face, less in-person than there had been before, you know, internet and technology and all that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to your point about things going back to normal, the, the main issue is not really about communicating with clients. The main issue is that their clients aren't back to work oh, yeah. and that they don't have buyers. You know, uh, in, in terms of, I guess my, my question for you would be, in terms of the industry working from home, do you think that, uh, I guess, you know, if, if we were to take this situation and put it into where everything's back to normal. Do you think the industry could could do it no problem? Do you think the industry could really just 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 maintain the status quo? I think this is an industry that overwhelming that that has worked from home in the past, right? I mean, if you think about this as a very you know, if you think about the smaller distributors, most of, a lot of them have home offices already, so that's yeah. really where they're working. And even some of the larger companies out there, if we're talking from a distributor base, no, then you're talking about um, if they're they're in their own territories. Right? They're not sitting in, in a structured office right. setting like very much ASI is. Um, there's still a lot of ASI employees that do work from home on a regular basis or work off-site or um, <clears throat> such. So I don't. I, I think from a from an industry point of view, which could possibly be swaying the results, let's be honest here, um, a lot of people do already work from home and have that sort of built into their 
you know, work DNA, so to speak. And I don't think that's going to change. I think it's really been a problem for the suppliers, though, because yeah. they, they are not the people who are working at supplier companies. Yeah, the front office people sort of can, but a lot of the back office people and the people who are on the production lines, they can't. And that's where you've had, that's where the work from home is um, a completely, a, it, it's, it's a huge problem for that side of the industry. Absolutely. And, you know, hopefully uh, things somehow get better. Hopefully they happen soon. Uh, the industry needs it, obviously. You know, uh, if, if, even if uh, living situations, working from home situations are, are good and are stable, the industry itself is not. Uh, and it's really through no fault, uh, you know, of the industry. It's, it's, people don't have the money to buy. But uh, hopefully, you know, th things get better. In, in terms of, uh, you know, wrapping this up, um, do, do you have anything that you would like to, to tell the industry? Uh, words of encouragement? Any advice? I mean, my, my gut tells me that April was, April was, the, was the worst month that you're going to have. Okay. Right. I think you're going to have things starting turn, turning around. I mean, as as states are opening up, like we're seeing now, and as sort of the initial rush that happened in March and April to close everything down and close down the economy of the world. Let's be honest, not just yeah the United States um, and Canada. It closed down the world. So that 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 is that has to tight lessen that that grip is you know sort of lessening. So you know, I think after April everything has improved and will continue to improve, um, you know, for the foreseeable future. And that's, that's the, that's the hope. That's the hope is that even though things don't necessarily get back to the way they were back in, you know, January, February, um, things are continuing to improve throughout the course of this year into next year. Excellent. Well, I uh, appreciate you taking the time to join me on this, on this uh, revised great debate. And I look forward to us walking again. So not only will I brag about winning the debate and the Twitter poll, but fantasy. It's, it's going to be a really a wonderful uh, time when we all see each other once a week in the future. Yeah, maybe I'll side with you and stick at home then, all right? <laughs> Thanks, Nate. All right, John.